0: Oh, hello there. It's uh, another Rahula this week, again from the Warwick Arts Centre, but with Caroline Quentin from Off of Men Behiving Badly. So, welcome to the show. I hope you'll enjoy it. Go to gofastestripe.com and you can buy a variety of DVDs and books from me and other comedians that I think you will enjoy. Why not check them out? A few little things that will help us with the podcast, like badges and trump card games and emergency questions books. All your money from these will go to make more podcasts. Uh, We need your money. Thank you very much. Uh, And come and see me live. Go to richhanger.com/gigs or rohelastipper.co.uk. You can also become a member and get all those exclusive behind-the-scenes videos, advance warning of who the guests are going to be, emails, a badge, a little membership pack is wonderful. You'll love it. Loads more. Just for a little tiny payment every month that helps us make more of these. Anyway, sit back, relax and enjoy ruh hur luh with Caroline Quentin. Hello! It's very dark back here. I find the microphone. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Coventry Warwick Arts Centre. We're back again for another week. And you can tell it's a different week because the man presenting it isn't wearing the same clothes. It's Richard Herrick! <laughs> how could i be wearing how could i be wearing different clothes explain that it's not possible so there we go it was very hot last week wasn't it uh, so um <laughs> welcome to richard Herring's loquacious sexist talking podcast uh, it's um new v- direction for the podcast we're getting very talkative sexist i mean are there any other kind uh, on of all sexists we're not sexist on this podcast we'll have uh, sexist women though there have been only sexist men so far, on it? Uh, they'll be talking about why their sex is better than all the other sexes in a derogatory and ill-informed manner. Uh, hope you'll enjoy that. If I brought this out five years ago, it would have been a massive success, but now, for some reason, people don't like it so much. But I was, uh, I was hanging out at the Lady Godiva clock, uh, in, all the way over in Coventry, not in Warwick, like we are now. And uh, Peeping Tom appeared out of a little window at the top. Sure, I approved of the way he'd been depicted. And uh, he says he calls it Rahelastopus. I don't know if that's going to. John, uh, Peeping Tom, of course, is the most famous uh, resident of Coventry, renowned. He was uh, the guy who uh, Lady Godiva uh, rode through Coventry on a horse with no clothes on as a protest of some kind. Yeah, like when. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's, I can't think of her name. It's like, what's, what's her face? Put, went on the uh, Houses of Parliament. What's her name? Gail Porter, it's the same as Gail Porter going on the House of Port. I, I won't ad-lib anymore, it'll, it'll, ruin, uh, <laughs> it'll ruin what I'm doing. Uh, it was a protest, but Peeping Tommy looked, didn't he? He had a little peep. No one else did, Peeping Tom had a look. And he's the most, out of all this history of people in Coventry, he's the, the least criminal person. He's just a... <laughs> he's just slightly a sex pest. And that is why he is venerated by everyone in Coventry. Um, I have been on holiday. Uh, it was a while ago now, so I was back last week, and um, <laughs> it's it was, it, it was difficult being on holiday with the kids. last morning, I was, I was, we were watching the teletubbies at six o'clock in the morning with my six thirty with my daughter and she said to me what animals are the Teletubbies what species of animal are they? She wanted to know, which is i thought was kind of a heart sort of broke my eyes like crying at that, that question because it's sort of like so innocent and but so it's a very difficult question to answer i'm going to make it a new emergency question <laughs> what animals are the t- Teletubbies but it's sort of so innocent because it sort of implies they're real i had to go well they're te- they're just Teletubbies that's the species of animal they are but it was sort of some the the innocence within that question, but also the perception to ask it. It was the juxtaposition of those two things that literally made me cry. Um, <laughs> so sad, isn't it, that we have to grow up and realise the world, that the turbies aren't actually animals. <laughs> um, my son, though, uh, we, we were at a shop uh, buying some milk and my son stole a pack of fruit pastels. So uh, I'm very proud of him. Got them out. He got them out. We didn't notice until we were outside. And I shoplift sweets all the time, so I'm, I'm glad. But it's wrong to take fruit pastels, because they, you know, they're a reasonable price. So I took them back into the shop, uh, and the woman couldn't believe what I'd done. So that just shows, I said, we didn't notice. I said, I know, but you know, they're yours. So I didn't take them. Maybe she just knows I'm a shoplifter. And he also, um, he, uh, he wanted to go down to the beach. He was really insistent, I didn't want to go. And he went down there and there was a little stream, and he started taking all the stones out of the stream and putting them along the edge of the stream. <laughs> I've never talked to him about stone clearing. I don't think you'd understand if I... That's just innate, that is instinct. (laughs) It's good to see it. So, um, uh, of course, Coventry, uh, there's some other Coventry jokes for you. Uh, If if you're sent to Coventry, that means people are ostracising you, doesn't it? That comes from, uh, apparently, from the Civil War. Royalist prisoners were sent to Coventry, which is a parliamentary stronghold, but the phrase has stuck because Coventry has continued to be shit. good. (laughs) So (laughs) my guest this week, you will be here, and a lot of people have come because of this, because she is best known as Brenda in Dream Stuffing, (laughs) (laughs) which I'm very excited about, in fact. She's also Norman's wife in Hail and Pace, of course, let's not forget that. Will you please welcome Caroline Quentin! (laughs)
1: Thank you very much. Very nice to hear that little blast from the past. Do you remember there. Dream I Star- oh, really do remember Dream, Dream I thought Stuffing. it was a very, very good sitcom. Me too. Yeah, I think we only did one series, maybe. I think there might have even been two, maybe but no. Two. I think
0: they repeated. I think they. Re- I remember it, and I actually thought when I thought back to it, I thought, "Oh, this was when I was in London." It was actually when I was still at school, 1985. Yeah, all right, don't rub it in. Uh, <laughs> It and rude, uh, isn't it? <laughs> but I was but it was on late night on channel 4. Yeah it was quite rude. It was rude. Yeah. And I remember the opening song completely Ooh. but it was actually I have only found out today it was a Kirsty McCall song. I can sing it to you now. Go on. Woke up this morning but I don't know what for With the final reminder coming through the door The house is a mess, the situations dire. Now the kettle's boiling and the toast's on fire Don't want to end up being somebody's wife I just want to have some action in my life Everybody seems to get me down But you and me, or just get God. me wrong But you and me, we really get along yeah. not, not so it's much a, a song, more girl a sort of rant really, Come on, it's a great song It is, I love
1: Kirsty. Mugolk, I can't believe I, I've done a show with her singing the yeah. theme
0: tune I don't know if they, she sang it but it's her song Uh, And it was about two girls in two girls living in a flat.
1: Yeah, Yeah, they did something similar a few years later, and I was in that as well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What was Brenda's part in? Do you remember? remember, Yeah, she was she
1: was there a a neighbour I think who was who was pregnant pretty much all the time. I think yeah yeah. I can't remember much else about it. It was a very long time ago.
0: I How was certainly. it being Norman Hale's wife in Hale and Pace? It was Norman great. Pace's wife.
1: Really good. Really mm. fun. I can't remember much about that either, but I think it was a really good time. <laughs> he Most plays of po- it's been fun.
0: I've played poker with Norman. He's a nice, nice guy. Um, so let's get on to. Can you to... open that? For me? Of course oh, I, we should have opened it for No, no, it's
1: all right, I just can't do it with one hand. Well. I know you can, I heard the earlier bit of chat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <There you laughs> thanks very much. <laughs> Um, well, it's lovely to have you here. You've come over from Stratford upon Avon, yes, where you've been working.
1: I'm at the Royal Shakespeare Company doing a. Uh, excuse me while I pour this. Just those listening at home, it's water I'm pouring, nothing else. Um, I was having a wee in a teapot. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, I'm doing um, a John Vanbrugh play at, uh, at the Swan Theatre, Stratford upon Avon
0: with a couple of people who've been on the podcast before. Les Dennis. Who's Lovely phenomenal. Les Dennis. Very nice. Yeah. Love, I'd love you to tell me he's a horrible prick in real life because he came well. I'll tell well. you,
1: he's an absolute arsehole. Okay, good. He <laughs> isn't, but I'm going to tell you it just to make you happy. Ruf- no, he's delightful. Rufus bought-
0: Hound, who might be a bit of a dick in real life.
1: Listen, he's yeah. all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if, you had to, if you're on a boat with Rufus Hound and Les Dennis and you had to eat one of them...
1: Eat one yeah, of them
0: to stay alive. To
1: stay alive. Yeah,
0: which one would you eat first?
1: Time? I'd, I'd, I'd eat Rufus. Yeah, I first, I definitely. But there's and a bit more meat on him. There's, there's more meat on it. He's younger. Yeah. So it might be a little more tender, and also he just gets on my nerves more. he'd <laughs> so be an easy choice. <laughs>
0: But that's when it's like we're getting very good reviews for this uh Yes play. gone
1: frightfully well.
0: Lovely to see I mean which I would expect of you as a very fine actress Thank who's you. won many awards, but it's lovely for Les as well. We were talking about it before he went up and, and did it, but it's a it's a lovely move for him, I think,
1: isn't it's it? It's not I think it's really um it, it's just it's nice when, you know, people like Les and myself who are known for doing one one sort of thing, yeah, um, kind of meet a new audience doing something entirely different. And um it's kind of fun for some of the audience members as well, who clearly haven't read the programme before they go on, and you hear people going, is that Les Dennis? <laughs> <laughs> is that Les Dennis? And then another woman the other day who left at half-time and said, I came to this because Caroline Quentin's in it, but I haven't seen her. <laughs> <laughs> then, because I've got a big red wig on and my face is white because it's a restoration <laughs> comedy. But I was, I, was, um, I was quite pleased, actually. I thought that meant I've been doing good acting. <laughs>
0: Very good. Um, uh, and Rufus, uh, actually, because I, I was expecting that everyone in the Royal Shakespeare Company would be working on a Friday night as we are recording this, but of course you are in Rep.
1: Yeah, so I'm in Rep with another play c- called Venice Preserved, which is a John Otway, much, much darker piece. I'm in a, a sort of comedy, and there's a much darker piece called uh, Venice Preserved that uh, Les is in both of those productions, right. so he is working tonight. Yeah. Um, but I get nights off.
0: Pretty good, isn't so it? So I've Can chosen
1: you... to be here on my night off. That's very
0: nice for you to come out. Who's the to... mug? <laughs> <laughs> to come from Stratford to Coventry.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, co- no, it's not Coventry. I mean, Warwick.
0: Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I've got confused. Uh, but uh, they, Rufus has given me a few pointers as oh to things dear. that we should talk about okay. with you. Okay. Um, because I, with, you've been, you know, I read an interview with you. You said with, that I mean, I think this is. Uh, you've
1: got d- nervous. What are you I about have, to say? to me? You gonna... You've <laughs> gone all stumpy. <laughs> <I have, laughs> I'm still on. I'm still on
0: holiday in my head. Yeah, so yeah, it's. Yeah. Um, d- I saw I read an interview with you. Said in the first twenty-five years you worked, you earned three thousand pounds, which can't be correct because you didn't. No look, a year. Well, you have three thousand in a year. Yeah. It meant the interview made it sound like you'd. Even so, it's it's a. You tiny can't trust moment. the
1: journalist. But I, that, I did. I mean, I was a dancer. I was a hoofer, I worked. Yeah. I was at the end of a pier for most of my early work, as was Les. You know, we've come here, and it's really nice, actually, look across the and you see a sort of variety performer, because I, a lot of people in this audience are too young, in fact, most of people in this audience are too young to remember. There used to be end of the pier shows, and they would have chorus girls, dancers, wearing sort of feathers on their heads and all that, and then you would have a comedian. Um, and, and the pay wasn't great, but it was really, really good fun, and I was working in places like Lower Stoft, and Les was doing all the working men's clubs and all that stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the money was it was tiny money. Yeah. But you know, in those days you could, you know, you could have a good night out for sixpence.
0: You were with Bernie Cliff <laughs> Bernie Clifton in your first show, was that
1: uh, Bernie Clifton was my first summer season at the Sparrows Nest and he is adorable. He is. And he was brilliant and funny and so clever and a wonderful man. And I, I just I still I mean I, he wrote to me quite recently I did a, a show and he sent me a letter saying Hi, how are you? And it was just it was fantastic because he's one of those you know, sometimes you just you get lucky and you just work with really extraordinarily talented people and, and you're young and you kind of look up to them and they're everything you want them to be. And he wasn't a grumpy old shit of a comic. He was an absolute <laughs> delight. And he wasn't a lech and he wasn't any of those things, you know. Because, let's face it, we all know nowadays that some of those people aren't as as pleasant as they appear to be. but and usually the ones
0: who worked with puppets are the worst as well. So that is... So the fact...
1: Are you suggesting that wasn't a real ostrich? <laughs> how dare you?
0: <laughs> His legs were outside it, so that doesn't mean... Make...
1: Yeah, exactly. How yeah. would how it work if <laughs> it wasn't real?
0: No, it's not. Well, cause that, it's true, though, because you hear all the bad stories and you don't hear... No one talks about the people who were the good people. And yeah. Bernie still actually does the Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah, he's brilliant. He's,
1: ap- he's really hilarious. If you get the chance to see him, honestly, he's, he's really funny.
0: Yeah. So that was lower stuffed? That was lower stuffed? Yeah, 16, yep,
1: 16 uh, years old.
0: But you said you did some temp jobs as well but you <laughs> I
1: did, yeah. Yeah.
0: So you worked as a dresser?
1: I did. I, got, I, I was a dresser. I got sacked. I did three different jobs. Because um, basically, I, the reason I've ended up doing what I'm doing is because I can't do anything else. There's it, it really, nothing I can do except show off for money. And um, I. it's true, honestly, I, I, there's nothing else. I'm, I, I'm not qualified to do this, but I, there's nothing else I'm qualified to do. I. I was a dresser at Jesus Christ Superstar and I got sacked quite early on, actually, because I left... Um two priests at the side of the stage waiting to go on with hats, boots, and nothing else, because I was so busy upstairs flirting with all the actors. <laughs> and uh there were two priests really naked about to go on stage and um and I got sacked from that and then I got sacked from Securicore because <laughs> I um I know, it seems unlikely. But I they put me in, in the accounting bit where if you sell fifteen locks or something like that, you know, I think I think it was locks. chub locks, yeah. Then you have to fill in a thing that says 15 locks gone. Then you have to go down the thing and say, that leaves a total of 20 locks left. Well, I can't do maths. It meant nothing it did nothing to me at all. So I just used to take these bits of paper and put them behind the filing cabinet. So I'd be act. I mean, don't act being a very good secretary. I'd fill that in. La, 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 la. Cross that off. Straight behind the filing cabinet. And then when my boss found them about... I don't know. Eight weeks later, he said, "You've been really good fun to have here, but you've got to go <laughs> because I found all the uh, all the invoices." So yeah, so I've, I did lots of things badly. I got sacked for, yeah, I was a hat check girl. I got sacked for that for giving the wrong change to someone, and he thought I was trying to steal from him, but he didn't realise I wasn't clever enough. I just had given him the wrong change. Um, yeah, I got sacked. I've been sacked from loads of things actually. I went as I was a temp once. Right. And I went in to do a bit of temping and I'd lied about being able to do typing and shorthand. Of course. But they, they know immediately. They know. I, didn't, <laughs> I hadn't worked it out. They know. They put you in front of a typewriter and you go. <laughs> and I, so I left that after about three hours.
0: Very <laughs> good. And you were in the original cast of uh, Les Mis.
1: I was, yeah. I was in the very first company of Les Miserables at the Barbican and then... I think I did about a year then at the Palace Theatre. I was whores and nuns. Right. Sometimes both together if I got my costume changed
0: <laughs> slightly mixed up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was, you know, I mean, that's a long time ago.
0: Yeah, then. yeah. I so, didn't, so, you know, I think people would be, obviously, you came into public awareness with in the 90s more, but you, would, yeah. you were working as a dancer in, in Blackpool, places like that as well. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I think I started work at 16 doing. doing um, Yes, I mean, basically sort of end of the pier. Panto, did a lot of panto. Um, And then, obviously, the brilliant temping career. And then... um, And then... What happened then? Oh, I know! I did some fringe work. Do you know the old Red Lion? Yeah. Yeah, I I did some... That was the very first plays in in London. There's a very now famous fringe theatre, and I did some plays there. And I got... Um, someone was in the audience one night and I went to do a, a really very good Nigel Williams play at the Royal Court. I got um, okay. you know, taken to do that. So yeah. I did, a, a, did some acting, um, which I didn't know I could do, actually. It was brilliant finding out I didn't have to do dancing anymore because <laughs> that's really tiring. <laughs> um, honestly, it's so tiring being a dancer. Don't, if you, any of you are thinking about it? <laughs> I don't think you... No, you're not, are you?
0: I'm, th- I'm, giving, I'm thinking about it now. Well,
1: honestly, I mean, by all means consider it, but okay. I'm telling you now, it's exhausting.
0: Is exhausting as having two kids under four in a little flat in Willacombe?
1: Nothing is as tiny <laughs> as that, I've done that. No, so, yeah, so I was in the original cast of Les Mis. Yeah, I did End of the Pier stuff. I did Royal Court, and then... Yeah, then I started to do sort of like costume dramas at the BBC. My first sort of corset work. Right. Um, and when I was about, I suppose I was in my twenties. You know, always getting murdered, constantly <laughs> getting murdered by a Victorian murderer. And um, and then and then, uh, was it then? Well, then was Dream Stuffing, I think. Right. And then. The, the one that, no, you don't remember it. It was very good. And um, and then Men Behaving Badly came around about... The, no, then no, I met so Arthur Smith, yeah, actually. So you which met is you probably when I met you, probably, up in Edinburgh, was yeah. it? Did you,
0: you got, yeah, I was up there. You, you yeah, I was, well, I was up in... you I think you met him in 87. I was a student in it. That was my first Edinburgh God, in 87. you're
1: banging on about that age thing, aren't you? I am.
0: <laughs> your, your birthday's the day before me. you're the, I'm the 12th of July and you're the 11th Are
1: of July. you? But, That's
0: you know, funny.
1: you're... No, A I'm of years. nearly A 60, yes, and you're only 52. <laughs> yeah, so that was... Yeah, so I did Edinburgh with Arthur Smith yeah. doing Live Bed Show, Evening with Gary Lineker and those sorts of plays. Good, funny plays. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then, and then I met the comedy store players and I started to do improv. That's when I, the real comedy stuff started to happen, I think. Yeah. Um, they asked me... Because they were looking for women because they didn't have many women. I think Josie did it at Sandy, but that was about it. Yeah. And... Um, and so I started to do that. I started to do improv at the comedy store. I haven't stopped talking since I've sat down. I'm right, so sorry. This is what it's about. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay.
0: We'll go through every... We're going to go through every single year until we get to now. <laughs> okay. And then I'll ask you a question. Um, <laughs> but that was, you know, but that was... So, A, the, the Arthur Smith stuff was when Arthur Smith like, really burst through with those shows, especially Gary Lineker, yeah. the live bed show as well. And and, and it was and you were on whose line is it anyway as well? Briefly, yeah. Yeah, yeah I did a
1: bit of that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, thinking about it, actually, in, in a sort of linear fashion like yeah. that, it, it, it suddenly feels like a very long and rather odd way to spend a life.
0: <laughs> but i think people don't you know people don't imagine there's they think you've just appeared on tv and you've sort of come out of nowhere and they, yes, don't, I think they don't know all, there's all those yeah. years of working up to it yes yes um, yeah. yes
1: no that's right yes i think people think you're sort of you arrive in a sitcom or something and that's where you was you started your sort of working life but they don't realize that maybe 10 12 years before that you were you know dorising around in a set of Feathers at yeah. the end of a beer,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that impro to time must have been because then that was the comedy store the late late eight mid to late eighties when it was sort of in its heyday as well, yeah. and, and all those people you were working with as yeah. well, a, a, a astonishing kind of Josie Lawrence and uh, who who were the guys? who, were, who Well, uh, the,
1: uh, Jim Sweeney, yeah,
0: fantastic.
1: Uh, Paul Merton, Josie Lawrence, um, Sandy Toxfig, Slattery, Mike McShane used to come over and do it. Yeah, he's uh, Canadian. I couldn't quite remember actually. Andy Smart, Steve Steen, yeah. you know, Richard Branch of course. Um yeah. it, they it really, I mean, wonderful. If you're gonna if you're gonna do something really, really terrifyingly scary, they're the people to do it.
0: But with. it is that is a big deal to go and do, you know, impro is very hard. Yeah. Uh, and you're and you're amongst fantastic people yeah. who have great it. It must have yeah. been you, was it was it a safe environment? Did you feel like oh, you could terrifying. do anything? I've
1: never been as scared. Actually, never been as scared. I remember the first night I went on. Slattery was on. Tony Slattery was on. I went, God, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna be sick, or I might actually shit myself. <laughs> and he went, No, don't worry, because when you're this scared, peristalsis kicks in, and you won't. He <laughs> was like, thanks. And then we were on. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's absolutely terrifying, and yeah. and remains terrifying, but kind of really exhilarating to slightly addictive
0: yeah and you never did stand-up though because a lot of people came to improv via stand-up or you know that sort of you no
1: went... i did i know i came via end of the pier yeah. really yeah, okay, yeah 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 good. i
0: know odd mm-hmm. no it's good well i'm going to ask you some emergency questions oh, good. before we move on all right to the next section of your the section of your life <laughs> this is your life <laughs> okay. We ever on This Is Your Life? You weren't, were you? Did they ever do This Is Your Life? No, no,
1: no. I went on for someone else. You know, I was a guest on it. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. i it's very fascinating watching those was on This Is Your Life. Was it? Yeah. And you, you end up what? It's just so. It's a such a weird picture of the time as well, because you obviously that 70s and
1: 80s. Yeah, yeah. Kind of weird.
0: Yeah. Well, all the people, you know, it's, it was yeah. Yeah. They're, they're all on YouTube. It's worth having a look. Really? Yeah. They're. Fa- it's sort of really? fascinating. They're. They're sort of fascinatingly like because they've got lots of what, family members in them as well. Yeah. So there's just loads of really awkward people <laughs> really failing to tell a story. And it's like they're live, but I think, so, I think some of them were live. Yeah. And, uh, and just go, even like sometimes the professional people come and do something and go, that. What? Why is that going on, telly? But I remember...
1: Uh, no, but the reason I think it was weird is because I remember going on... I went on Pam Ferris, who's a really wonderful actor, and she was doing Darling Buds of May at the time, and I was invited on as a guest, and it was the most deadly bloody atmosphere. It was, one, it was really... It was, like, it was like trying to have an enjoyable time in the back of a truck, you know, yeah. on its way through Poland or something. It was just really... It was hideous. There was no atmosphere, and it was, it was, it was awful. Yeah. Glad they stopped making it. <laughs>
0: You've sensed as well, they've just, it's not necessarily their best friends, some of no. them, it's just who was People available. to would turn to up, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, have you ever been in a police car, like for reals? I mean, not. In a,
1: what, been arrested? Yeah,
0: or just been in a police car? You don't have to be arrested. Oh, I've
1: been, yeah, I've been in cop dramas. I've, yeah. I've, been, in, I've, I've been in so many police cars <laughs> as an actor, yeah. not as a villain.
0: Have you ever been, because I was picked up when I had my mobile phone stolen and I had to drive around looking for the person who'd done it. That's so not true. Isn't it, it is true. I had a Hitler mustache at the time. It was wonderful. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. It was for a show. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. It wasn't real life. Yeah.
0: Okay. Size thirteen feet Hitler has, by the way, if anyone was interested. Uh, <laughs> so are you I, serious? Uh, yeah. Big, big shoes. Yeah, big shoes to fill. Big film. shoes. Small mustache. <laughs> yeah. That's what they say. Small mustache, big shoes. Um. I, well, I don't I want to talk about your childhood a little bit actually before we get onto this because you were at board You went to your centre boarding school. Your dad was in the RAF. Yep. And you were sent to boarding school, which I think is an unbelievably oh, it's horrible. cruel thing for, to happen. both For both directions. I know you've got kids now. The idea of sending your kids away... Nothing,
1: is... nothing, nothing on God's earth would, I mean, nothing would make me send my children to boarding school. No. I, I really like them.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I really, having gone to the trouble of having them... I wanted to see them,
0: yeah.
1: uh, very keen on spending time with my children, yeah, always yeah. have been. And um, I wasn't sent away for any other reason than my parents really, their marriage was not nice. So I was, I, it was really for my, it was for my own benefit. It was for my own benefit and, right. it, and it was, and I know it was done out of love and kindness. I know it was, but it's bloody hard when you've just turned 10 and you're suddenly alone in the world. It's yeah. really odd.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, you know, it's, it's, I think again, it's a generational thing. I mean, it still happens, obviously, now, but yeah. it, but it, it I, you know, there was the feeling that you, that you might be doing the right thing, but I just, it seems impossible. And I, do you think that's, again, we, I was talking last week about Robin Ince's book, but this, there ain't quite a lot of people whose family and the forces go into yeah. comedy. Because you were you moving around a lot anyway as a kid, or no, were you that, on one no, place? No, no, no. My,
1: my reasons are much more to do with the darkness, yeah. I think, rather than the rather than the moving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in fairness, I didn't choose to go into comedy. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. Just, I think I think I mean I. Uh, anyway, I can't talk about this because that was last week's show. Oh, okay. I just realised there's <laughs> no point in me banging on a it. You, you could have be been to, here. I could have actually. I was here. Yeah. I, I always go to all your shows. Thank you. You know that. <laughs> uh, I I I've never missed one. I've travelled around the country, <laughs> and all your London shows I go to. You. Thank you. Uh, no, yeah, uh, yeah. Boarding school? No, not no. No, not for my children. Did you go? No. No. Good. No.
0: It's no. Good. Yeah. But it's uh, because it, it's uh, you know a lot of it's that kind of public school idea is people are very down on people going to public school, but it seems so horrible. In so many ways, that that, that lifestyle, that it's, it seems so.
1: I think it's ghastly on on just about every level. I mean, I think it is a sort of social engineering yeah. thing, and I think, um, I mean, I my the boarding school I was at. In fairness uh, to my parents, it was I was I got a grant because I was a dancer. I mean, right. I was a, I was I was a sort of um, quite a precociously good dancer. Hard to imagine looking at <laughs> me now. I know, but I, you know, I I was reasonably good at it and. Uh, and, and the school I went to was a place... It was a bit like the sort of Royal Ballet School. It was, it was one of those kind of places. So yeah. I wasn't sent because, it, you know, I was going to you know, meet all the right people or anything. I was there to, you know, learn to dance, which is really painful and tiring, and, uh, and to be lonely and cry. <laughs> Come on, you know that's not true. <laughs>
0: It's, it's interesting, you're, you're, you've got older sisters, but they were quite a bit older as well, so you Yeah, you're... my sisters are all
1: 9, 10, 12 yeah. years but, older than
0: me. Because I think, again, younger, I'm the youngest, I think a lot of younger yeah. kids, because you've got to make your mark by being entertaining <laughs> so to get your food. It's, it's, it's really true, <laughs> yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, It's
1: absolutely true. You have to charm your siblings so that you can manage to get...
0: Because my brother and sister are only like five and six years older yeah. than me, so I'm a little afterthought, but yours are like 10, 10 or so years older than you. Yeah, nine years, I think, my yeah. next sister, yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Cool. <laughs> uh, that's all right. <laughs> so Men Behaving Badly, it's quite interesting. Men Behaving Badly is... It's interesting that that show could exist, that you couldn't do that show with that title now. It would be a very different sitcom... In, the, in the, the years of Me Too, men behaving badly. But it's, it was very much of its time, though, wasn't it? It's, it's...
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, obviously, I don't, I don't hang around watching it very much. But I, I, what I remember of it was that... Um, I mean, uh, people always kind of talk about it, because I mean, it was about the boys being badly behaved. But actually, my memory of it is, is, is the girls in the show being quite vocal and quite strong and quite forthright. Yeah. Um, so, although, of course, you couldn't make it now and you wouldn't make it now, but I, there, there was always that element to it. I, don't, I think one always tried to redress the balance. Yeah. You know, as, as a performer, I was always trying to get some, A, laughs for the yeah. girls, and, but B, also not let the boys be revolting and get away with it. And, you know, so, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was very much of its time.
0: But it was a, it was a massive show, and it, and it was very much the four the four of you, you know, that was it, that mm. central half. So, the, you know, the, what, that is very progressive. I think you're right about the, the female characters in it were very strong. It sort of is, it's... And they were charmingly <laughs> idiotic, Those the yeah, guys. and
1: so they still
0: are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. <laughs> but uh, it, what I find interesting, it was on ITV, first of all, That's the, yeah, with, with a different cast. Yeah,
1: we was and they, they um, sacked it off. Um, I can't remember what you could... They cancelled it or yeah. whatever. And Beryl Virtue, who's a producer, just, you know, half woman, half Jack Russell, she just went to the BBC and she stuck with it and she got it made. And Harry Enfield, who was in it and didn't want to do that sort of thing, really, he had all his own plans, you know, to go and do his own stuff. And uh, we got Neil Morrissey to join us and it worked really well.
0: Yeah.
1: And we did it for years, I can't remember how many, but maybe seven or eight or nine, long time anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, it was it well it was it was it was that kind of incredible big you've show. I have an enormous
1: fondness for it. It's yeah, bit, yeah. so you, you know, I meet people, you know, of, of a certain age who who literally kind of can quote bits of scenes and have fond memories of spending time with it and yeah, it's it's not. it's a nice people treat you nicely when you've made comedy shows. Yeah. You know, it's not when you go to foreign towns and things, people are always pleased to see you and it, it's it's a, it's a it's a good thing.
0: And it was massive. It was like 13 I mean you wouldn't get those 13 or 14 million views. No, I mean well, one got Christmas
1: we got something like 17 right. million people watching yeah. telly. it's like <laughs> no one no one will do that now. Yeah.
0: No. And oh, uh, Jonathan Creek as well which I yeah. I I actually watched the whole of Jonathan Creek quite recently because it's all on Netflix all I think all the very recent ones they've done and your series are easily the best ones. Thank you very they much. Are. But, you. but I think also because I think both it's such a lovely relationship between you and Alan yeah. Davis. and and it's and it's not conventional as well. Especially now, you would never get two very nice and attractive but normal people, and neither of you are, are what would be on TV now. If you understand what I mean. No, I absolutely at the, at the heart yeah. of something, and yeah. it's sort of a little, a little bit of a love story, but not really. The the sexual yeah. tension's there, but it's not. A massive deal. No, and it, again, it wasn't
1: th- a will they, won't they sort of situation. No. It was about well, I mean, it's about David Rose. It's brilliant plots, actually, yeah. is what it was about. And um, and Alan and I had really good chemistry. I think you know, it was uh, it was kind of again, it was a kind of quite a good equal match. Yeah, you know, I think we yeah. were well matched as a sort of pair of actors, and um, they were good. I mean, I, they were, and also I don't know. I mean, I don't know about what, how they do it now, but. The production values were so good on those, those yeah. shows. They were... The care taken to do exactly <coughs> what was written in the scripts was... Um, I mean, second to none, it's beautiful. The production values were so beautiful. Sure. Verity Lambert.
0: And, yeah, and the, just because you, you went away to have a family, was the reason, is that the reason that you... Yeah, in the I went...
1: I Well, I had my... Oh, God, I mean, I was pregnant during the filming of the last one I was in, and I I... I was very pregnant, and I'd been filming with sort of big shoulder bags over... Cause my character wasn't meant to be pregnant. I was shoulder bags and, you know, hiding behind hedges and, you know, I was really... Because I was big pregnant. And um, leading ponies across things. But know I... No, I and, um, <laughs> and, um, and, then, and then my daughter came ten weeks early. So I was filming um, with Lee Ingleby, actually. Do you know him? He's a wonderful actor. He's brilliant. Anyway, he was playing... Um, a villain, and he and I were, he had a, I think he had a gun in my mouth and he was pushing me down a hill and I was trying to not be pregnant <laughs> and everything was all shooting from funny angles and everything. And I went to bed that night after filming, I thought, I don't feel tip-top. I know I'm pregnant, it's very, very hot. And then in the morning, I had one scene to do and I wasn't feeling well and, I, and they put me in a car to take me back to London. I think we were filming in, I don't know, somewhere like Coventry or something. That uh, wasn't joking, I'm joking, I'm kidding. Um, it was somewhere. And, uh, and I got out of the car and, and I was living in the middle of London at the time in Soho and my water's broke. Oh my
0: God.
1: And it was 10 weeks too early and I thought, wet my pants, that's so embarrassing, I can't bear it. So I phoned my husband, I went, I think I've either wet my pants or my water's have broken. And he went, right, okay, okay, right, okay. Okay, okay, I'm coming, just, okay, so I went into the flat and I sat there thinking, oh, God, this is really too early to have a baby, ten weeks is very, very early, yeah, yeah. Have, you, have you had a premature baby? No. No, I mean, not you, obviously, no. um, it's just the way you're sitting, <laughs> no, um, I, uh, I, um, <laughs> such a stupid thing to say, I can't believe I said it, out loud, <laughs> on the radio, on, on the pod, why do you say Podcast it? Podcast is fine, okay, yeah. I said it on the pod. I, um, anyway, so yes, my water broke. And then, um, so, so, so my husband, okay, who was not my husband then, he's my boyfriend, he said, right, come on, I've got to take you to the hospital. I said, okay, so, all right, let's do it. So we got in the car and he sat there and he went, I can't remember how to drive. <laughs> 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 so, so shocking, then my daughter came, my daughter came. Right. So I had my tiny, tiny daughter. She was about two and a half pounds. She was so small. So... <laughs> Everyone 's a critic um, so, <laughs> um, and, and, and then and then I went back and finished my, oh my filming and then and then I lost a couple of babies, and then I wanted to concentrate on getting and having another baby because I really wanted yeah. another one, so i didn 't do any more jonathan creeks and they and they kind of moved on with the. Characters and to be brutally honest with you, I've never watched one right. that I'm not in. I just don't really want to watch other people doing a show that I should be in. No,
0: well, that's understandable. <laughs> to be really
1: honest, I can't. I can't tell you. I, I, I don't like it. I'm not yeah. happy about it, and I never will be. <laughs> <laughs> what can I tell you? Furious. <laughs> absolutely furious. And
0: could you? Would you? Would they have you back? Could you go? back? Listen,
1: if they'd asked me, I'd go back at the drop of a hat. Yeah. But they've never asked me. I don't know
0: why. Idiots. What, Bastard. what,
1: what, the, uh, bastards. Bastard. I think you're right. But it's too silly of them, isn't it? Really. It is silly of them. Yeah. Sexism. It's sexism. <laughs> 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 but they, they do employ women, though.
0: Well, it's it's fantastic. It's worth watching if it's still all up. It was on. It was all on uh, Netflix at least a, a few months ago. I know. I, it's, 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 it's made really it is. They're It's really beautiful in. And it's, it is. It is. They've got
1: great actors in too. Yes. Yeah. Really, really good actors doing, yeah. doing great acting in it.
0: And it's, well, I mean, I suppose, they, do they make things like this anymore? they still make it occasionally? But
1: well, I don't know. I mean, it's quite different like, yeah, all of about even diff- things like that are quite sort of, that sort of genre, but they're not that funny, are they?
0: No, and they're, and they're not. It's a different thing every, it's a different cast and a different, I mean yes, the, that's you know, right. different yeah. location every time. Yeah. So it's a lot, it's a very expensive programme to make. Pr-
1: yeah, they still make it, though,
0: I think. Yeah, they do. Yeah. But they're like one of I'm not in it anymore. No, I've they noticed. still make it. No. I've noticed.
1: I don't
0: know why. It's <laughs> <laughs> a waste some money. <laughs> So, and you, do you get, when you go abroad, do you get recognised from being in... You were a traffic warden in Mr Bean. Do you remember that? <laughs> do you, can you go, can, when you go to Albania.
1: <laughs> do you know, I don't think... I, I mean, I, of course I remember yeah. it. Um, and, and my children, when they first saw it, when they were little, and they were so thrilled. That
0: I was, you know, <laughs> the kids, they love
1: it. Um, but no, I've never been recognised for that traffic warden work.
0: <laughs> I'd just like to think you could dine out around the world. Yeah. you go anywhere in the world. I'm
1: going ah. to give it a go.
0: Because you know that's loved around the world, isn't it? Maybe I need
1: to wear a hat more.
0: <laughs> is that? Dress do they wear tra- hats? Tra- tra- you must have had it. You were a traffic warden.
1: Yeah, they have hats, yeah, don't
0: they? They do have hats. Um, World's ugliest pets. That's mainly what I've got you on to talk about. Yeah, you've got
1: a dog, haven't you? I've got
0: a dog. She's very beautiful, though. She would not be on Everyone your show. Everyone thinks their
1: dog's beautiful.
0: My dog is beautiful. I love her Will more than I jug. love my children.
1: <laughs> do you? Uh,
0: no. Quite close, though. Yeah. No, uh, I know. I've got.
1: Four dogs and yes. two children. What does that tell you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, how, how did you feel when you got the world's ugliest dog's oh, it was,
1: job? Uh, well, it was the world's ugliest pet and um, they took me all over the world to meet some really strange <laughs> animals. Hairless things, lots of yeah. hairless things. People like that. People quite, if they have allergies or they just like hairless things. They have hairless guinea pigs or rats or things like that. Um, and um, dogs, you know, dogs that, you know, their, their, their bottom jaw comes up higher than their eyebrows, things like that. I can't really remember much about it. Can you tell? <laughs> but, yeah, I, I have four beautiful dogs. I, yes. I can't, you know, yeah, yeah I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, it was good. <laughs>
0: It was an excellent job. I thought we'd talk about that for ages. Oh,
1: sorry, darling. I can't remember. Remind me. It's near. It was was only
0: like last year or something you were doing that.
1: yeah, well, there you are. It's a long time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can you remember getting to number 25 in the pop music charts?
1: (sighs) Who would forget it? I thought it was 14.
0: Well, not according to Wikipedia.
1: Yes, Leslie Ash and I did... um... I can't remember the name of the song now. (laughs) you got it written
0: down? I I didn't write it down. I'm going to see if I'm going to remember it. I can't remember it. We could look at... It's what?
1: Tell him! That's it, yes. I'm trying to tell him. (laughs) Tell him.
0: Tell him what it's got. Oh, tell him. Can you sing it for us now? Yes. Okay.
1: I know something about love You've got to want it bad If you something, something above Go out and get him If you want him to be Always by your side if you want him to be sway your foolish pride Tell him that you're never gonna leave him Tell him that you're always gonna love him Tell him, tell him, tell him Tell him right now yeah. uh,
0: And the second part. I mean, I'm slightly upset that my my singing the, three, the theme to Dream Stuffing did not get a round of applause slightly offended by that how did that only get to 25?
1: It's ludicrous. Isn't Was it no?
0: Leslie Ash messing it up? Yes! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's really yeah. She's a
1: really good singer. She's a really good singer, actually.
0: <laughs> right, I'm going to ask you some more emergency questions. I'm going to ask you some Christmas emergency questions. Excellent. Because it's nearly Christmas. Is it? we <laughs> <laughs> will be by the time. we will be the really? Just Where, does this, where out. does this go at? God knows. Okay. I've got so many of these in the bag, it's insane. <laughs> I mean, I might very well be dead and I'm still... <laughs> Still, it's going out. Um, uh, Did anyone ask that? What? Beca- no, that one asked that. Has anyone that. No,
1: <laughs> yes, they have.
0: What was the worst thing that a relative bought you something for Christmas that wasn't quite what you wanted, but you had to pretend to like it anyway?
1: When I was married to Paul Merton, which I was, he oh, bought yes. me a foot spa.
0: Not impressed. Do you know now?
1: <laughs> now, in, in my in my latter years. Yeah. And actually, even at the time, probably I I probably really wanted it. Yeah. But because I was only in my twenties or something, I felt it should be sort of I don't know, sexy underwear or something. Yeah. I didn't want it to be a foot spa. Now I wish I'd kept it. Yeah. Because I'd love, I'd be, I could use it like now.
0: I'll get you a foot spa.
1: You say that. (laughs) I
0: will. I'll get it for you. I'm going to get it sent to you for your birthday. I'm going
1: to. It's 11th of July. I know. Oh yeah.
0: I'm going to go on, I'm going to go on uh, Amazon after the show on the drive home and uh, I know where to send it.
1: All right, I'm going to hold you to this. I'm
0: going to send Isn't it. It's good. going to be the best foot spa you've ever what had. What do you
1: want for your birthday on the 12th?
0: Um, I don't, I've, got, I've got everything. I don't want a foot you've spa. You've got everything. I've got everything I want. you got another but... dog. Dogs are no, one's enough. Okay. Babysitter. A babysitter, yeah. <laughs>
1: I'll can, do babysitting you, can have my ch- you. You can
0: take my children.
1: Oh, lovely. No, I'd love yeah. that. <laughs> I like children. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's okay to like children, it's okay. That's okay. We live in a world now where even saying I like children... Whoop.
1: Oh! Oh! Oh, I see got to that! that so- We've got, that got to that run like a rum one here, like someone working in show
0: business. If Caroline Quentin turns out to be a wrong-un, I'm going to be very surprised. That's going to really dampen my respect for the world. Uh, okay, that was good. Good, good. Thank you. Do you think Noel Edmonds has ever spent a Christmas alone? <laughs>
1: I don't think he has.
0: No. I think there's always been somewhere there, but I think he did those shows. I think he would have been alone if he hadn't been doing those Christmas present shows. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Why would he work on Christmas Day every year? That's weird, isn't it?
1: Were they live then? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I think,
0: weren't they, Noel's Christmas presents? Yeah. My sister used to love
1: those. Did she? Yeah, she very... It was a different time, wasn't it, was. it? What do they put on telly on Christmas now? <sighs> is it always Doctor Who?
0: They don't bother putting anything on. No-one's watching, no-one. No, one. no you, would, you don't put the telly on anymore, do you?
1: No, I, no. I might watch... I them. watch the rugby. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just the rugby. Yeah. And maybe Gardener's
0: World. What kind of animal do you think the Tubbies are?
1: I think... I feel like crying you asked me that question. It's such an innocent, beautiful <laughs> question. Um... I think I was listening to your I warm know, you've up. Got to um, I, I think they're a sort of um, I think they're a a bear person aerial.
0: <laughs> it's sort of weird that they. I, I was watching it the other day. It's sort of weird that I mean it's weird in a lot of ways. There's so many weird yeah. so <laughs> things. But it's weird that they still exist because they're so based on this old technology of aerial, You know, like of a TV aerial and a TV even. Like you do. I mean, the TV's
1: still makes sense.
0: But it doesn't, to a kid, it must be so confusing. Because they still put it on the telly. Yeah, it's Your on children all on the time. Like it. Um My daughter sort of was, was a bit
1: riveting. curious
0: about it. My son likes it. They've now got the Teletubbies, have now got baby Teletubbies. That's right. Which is really wrong, because surely wrong. the Teletubbies are babies, yeah, that's, right? Yeah. That's the whole book. Hello, hobo, bye bye. And they were taught the like babies, saying? and they've got little baby Teletubbies. No, no, no. Have you seen wrong. it? Gotta watch the Teletubbies. There's Moon and me. Gotta watch Moon and me was No, fuck, man. This is the scariest program. It's on about six o'clock, just at the bedtime. And it's... Oh, man. What so all these it? toys come to life, but there's one that is like a clown thing. Oh. And it's got... Someone put this on Twitter. I can't remember who it is. Their eyes are like anuses. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and there was oh, a... a <laughs> there, was, there was... There was a bit... It's called Collier Wobble. It's like something with Shearsmith has and I'm not kidding. It comes alive... And there was literally Collywobble... A moon, a moon baby comes from the moon and brings them all to life, which is scary, and his head glows, it's terrifying. And then there was just a scene where Wobble was leaving town, and it just had a walking down a, a road for a minute, nothing happened, just walking, dispied behind a hill, nothing happened. Then it appeared behind the hill, and literally three minutes of airtime. Wobble just silently walking away from wherever the fuck they were. <laughs> I, did, I was so terrified. And that they're all ter- every single one of them is—it's the most scary thing I've it ever seen. That's really sinister. They're all pretty scary. Yeah. I mean, that it's good. Do you remember stuff from kids that from kids TV that was scary and things like? I mean, from when I was a kid. I mean, there's te- Zelda from the What's a Face? Bagpuss. Bagpuss, Terrible. Bagpuss. Terrible. Bagpuss uh, was sort of nah. <laughs> Hector's house was quite scary. Do you remember Hector's yeah, I house?
1: I do. I Mr. do. But
0: I like. Mr. Nosy Bonk was a very from Jigsaw. I didn't remember that. That, what was that? Was, that was Jigsaw. Janet Ellis was in it. Oh uh, no. See, I was at school by yeah. then. Yeah. Grot bags. Grotbags wasn't not scary. Oh. And there were so many Jimmy Savile was be a good <laughs> <laughs> It was pretty scary. Only if you were there. Yeah. Yeah, that was the joke. <laughs> Uh, good, very good. Um, I'm going to ask you about. Just going to check what I've got here. What does that say? I don't know. Oh, it's about. It says Dennis Hound, and I was trying to work out who that was, but it's Les Dennis and Rufus, Rufus Hound. Hound very good, yeah. so, who's Dennis Hound? I don't know. He'd be worth finding I like the out about. I'm going to ask you another emergency question. Okay. Oh, this is a interesting. Let's see where we go with this. What's the most pretentious book you've ever bought but never read?
1: Um, la Recherche de Ton Perdu by Marcel Proust. You,
0: did you buy that?
1: Yes, I did. Wow. There I've
0: seen every it's like nine volumes long, isn't it?
1: It's, 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 it's or is as that thick just... as a step. <laughs> it's, like, it's like that. And actually, I did read the first page and think, "Oh, I think it's quite enjoyable," but oddly, never picked it up again. No, <laughs> so not that enjoyable. That's
0: the same with James' portrait of an artist as a young man, or whatever it's called. James oh. Joyce, have you read that? H-hen- is H- that what it's Henry called? Henry James. Henry J- No, is it Henry J. No, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of something by James Joyce. What was that called? Well, there's all sorts of shit yeah. in there. I, think <laughs> I mean, I definitely haven't read it, that's what I'm saying. I've, bought, I've got it, but I definitely... I think both of those things I've fact, read. You
1: know, well, no, I'd, 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 yeah, that is the most pretentious book, because I, I, you know, I, when other people were at university and things, I was um, shuffle, hop, step, ball-changing yes. behind Bernie Clifton. But then that's quite... Well, I know a,
0: where I'd rather be. That's quite, that's quite a bold choice to buy. It was because like of the Monty Python sketch about summarising Proust. That's, I knew, that's the, all I know about Proust is from that, from the Monty Python sketch. And that the, he likes Madeline biscuits. That's it. That's yeah, that's, I, that's, that's, that's I, I it. love
1: Madeleine. Yeah. Have you ever had one. I oh, yeah, I think I have. They're, they're, they're nice. vanilla flavoured.
0: Yeah, you've got to eat them when. <laughs> yeah, will call back to backstage. Uh, you've got to eat them when you're a child and then remember them. And it's like you know, it's quite. Yeah. No, it's, it's
1: a. Be- I like that. I, I will read it one day. Yeah, I will read it one day. You don't day. need to
0: you, you eat a Madeleine biscuit and remember right. when you were young. That's all, right. that's all you've got to do. Okay, that's all that. it's about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idiot. I'll
1: read something else.
0: Yeah, read some. You know, read some Dan Brown. It's good. It's a page turner, that guy. I've already asked you that question backstage. Um, if you had to put everyone called Smith in a league table based on their worth, who would be A, the best Smith, B, the median Smith and C, the worst Smith? Only answers when you can give a name for all three Smiths.
1: Okay, Arthur Smith is my top oh, number good. one yeah. Smith. He is great. My second Smith is Bessie Smith,
0: okay. the singer.
1: My th- oh, the- and then I've got to have a bad Worf Smith, Smith yeah. the worst Smith. Is going to be, um, ooh, um, who's a nasty Smith? Mike Smith. Who's Mike Smith? Morrissey. Is he he's <laughs> from the Smiths? Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Morrissey's good. Morrissey's the worst Smith. Good, thank you. Thank you, that lady. And
0: I've got to ask a few classic emergency questions yes. just for the, uh, for the audience who live out here away from London.
1: Yes. I live away
0: from it. Uh, no, so do I. <laughs> um, if you uh, were going to be in a human centipede, you're going to be... <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you don't have to answer this question. What is do you it? know what a human centipede is? Have you seen the film The Human Centipede? No, I
1: don't know what that
0: is. Okay, I had to explain okay. it to Dawn French as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a lot that I have to explain. It's a film called The uh, Human Centipede. It's about a mad scientist who... I'm never, I've never seen it, but I'm, I'm aware of the plot. <laughs> uh, He gets three young people and he stitches them together in quite an unusual and unpleasant way.
1: Okay, hang
0: on. So they resemble a centipede. They become a... they become like... (laughs) I think I just... Because there's more unpleasant ways to think of than this, but it's mouth to bottom. They're stitched together. And I I want you to be placed in a human centipede, but you get to choose.
1: Mouth to bottom? Yeah,
0: you get to choose the two people who are either, you're in the middle, you're going to be stitched there, and your bottom in turn will be stitched to someone else. It's good that... And this is the sign of a great actor getting into character.
1: You choose who's behind and who's in front. Yeah, you
0: can choose anyone in behind and in front.
1: OK, in front... Oh, God, I feel sick. Um, that's really... Oh, God, OK. All right, in front is... Um, God, OK, it's really difficult, this, isn't it? It is,
0: they're very difficult. I and mean,
1: it's not likely to happen, is it?
0: We don't know. If I've guessed right, we've got the two people backstage. <laughs> and we'll do it.
1: In that case... Bring on Johnny Depp and Steve Martin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you like to be John, Steve Martin behind you? That seems unfair on Steve Martin. I'm guessing I'm Johnny Steve Depp.
1: Martin. I'm having Steve Martin up front. Up
0: front, De- yeah. Johnny Depp behind. That yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. I get that now. That's yeah. very good. It, it, now it all makes sense. Now it all begins <laughs> yeah. to make sense. So what happens after the uh, provoked wife?
1: The provoked wife? I don't know. No? No, just uh, the way I've never known. I never know what's going to come next. It's, it's, you know, well... You know, it's the life of a of an actor. You, you don't know what you're going to do. So I finished on September the 8th. I'm doing a little episode of Doc Martin oh, in yes. a couple of weeks with my friend Martin Clunes, who really only gets me in so that we can muck about together. It's so kind of him. <laughs> he just... he right, I play this vet and I, I turn up once every series and... Um, but this time in a really crack it. Can I say this? this is, when's this going? Oh, it doesn't really matter. Say it. OK, so <laughs> I'm, I play this vet and... Um, do you know who Martin Clunes is? You're so young. Like, I yeah, think you they know, um, it, uh, you know he, I mean,
0: it'd be lovely if they didn't know who Martin Clunes is, yeah. Imagine imagine...
1: <laughs> <that>. OK, so <laughs> no, Martin Clunes much. and I did a, used to do a sitcom that we talked about earlier and we're really, really good friends in real life. But <laughs> we've got to do this scene. He plays a doctor and I go to him and I say, Doctor, I, I found a lump in my breast. And he's got to, he's got I'm dreading this. I've got a film in next week, he's got to give me a breast exam. <laughs> I can't tell you, I'm hot with embarrassment even now just thinking about it. Why, I can't bear the idea of it. I mean, I know it's not going to be real. He's no. not really going to do it. I mean, you know, the camera will be set in a certain way and everything. But how are we going to get through that? <laughs> how are we going to do that? Why have they that written scene? that for you?
0: That is just that I stuff.
1: just think, um, I think it's Julian Unthanks, the author. I think he just thought, what's the most... Ludicrous, uncomfortable thing I can do <laughs> to these two actors, yeah. and that's it. It's a bit like asking your mum and dad to do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's weird. Yeah, it'll be funny though. <laughs>
0: it will be good. <laughs> we'll look out for it. I wonder how many takes that all take, and whether do they do, do they do it'll be all right on the night because that's you can get. 200. I don't know if they still do. You but can actually, get 250 quid you might, every time. it be all they right, show
1: and all left on the night as well. Perhaps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so thank
0: you very much. <laughs> But you know that's it's it's I mean because I was I was on TV in the nineteen nineties as well. It feels like a long time ago, but it's gone so fast, hasn't it? That that nineteen years since the year two thousand. That's you. You basically had kids. You had a kid in in two thousand. Your first I, kid in two thousand. Did I? God. Nineteen ninety-nine. Nineteen ninety-nine.
1: Yeah, that's right. And she's nearly twenty. Yeah. And my boy's sixteen. Yeah. So it has gone. What well, sort of fast? I don't know, people say that. I know, I, 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 it's got about the right tempo. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it's got about the right tempo. I for me. feel
0: for me, maybe it's because I've just had my kids at the end of it. that...
1: How old, old were you when you had your first one?
0: Like 48 or yeah, something. Yeah, you see,
1: that's, I mean, I was, I was old, but I was 38. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's different, and it's different. You, you're yeah. an old father.
0: I feel like a bit a big twenty years of my life has just been you know that experiment where the guy sucked out someone's hypothalamus to see whether that would cure epilepsy. Do you hear that? And it just it doesn't. It makes you. It makes you forget everything. <laughs> really? <laughs> From, yeah, it's basically where you, I can't remember. this this long term. It's the. It's, the lo- it's some Short, very important memories it, yeah. that basically can't remember anything uh, that's just happened. I think or something like that. But it's, I feel like, like a big chunk of my life just disappeared. I can't work out how I've got no, to 52. No, I think it's because you're
1: tired. I think, yeah, maybe. I think when you have young children, you're really tired. Yeah. And you can't remember anything, but it'll all come back to you. you think? There'll, be, there'll be pictures on your phone and stuff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've left it too late, though. You know, by the time it's over... My kids stay at home till they're 30 now. Yeah. I'm not going to be around, am I? I, I don't want to be around that long. <laughs> Death will be a blessed release. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> We'd wh- we both upset our, I know. all our children. Oh, no, no. Uh, my kids won't listen to this. No. <laughs> Only by. When I'm. If when I when my, my will, yeah. I'm going to say they have to <laughs> yeah. listen to all the podcasts and read all my blogs that I wrote about, and they'll go, oh, God, he was horrible. He's so horrible. Horrible man. Horrible. That's all our memory. <laughs> How'd you feel about getting older, Carolyn? There was a kind of. There was an article I said that something you're galloping towards your 60s, yeah. an article, which seemed like incredibly
1: I, I'm, weird. I'm, <laughs> I'm, well, my birthday, as you know, is on the yeah. 11th of July. I'm looking forward to my foot spa. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I I don't care. I'm happy. I'm, so, I'm absolutely cool about it. I genuinely am loving it all. We're having a really good time. Um, feel probably happier now than I... I you know, I, I just... I, I just like it. I like being the age I am. I'm having a really nice time. I'm very lucky. I get to work with loads of young people and it's great. It's funny and nice and they're very kind to me. And when I can't remember my lines, they whisper things in my ear on stage <laughs> and stuff. It's um, it's good. I don't mind. I'm, you know, it's pretty, pretty good from yeah. where I'm
0: standing. It's sort of nice still to be here, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. no, <laughs> that's, that's the and alternative it, is not to t- be here.
1: Truthfully, it's yeah. really nice to be here and, and, you know, feel all right, quite well and happy and... You know, doing new and interesting things, doing my first podcast. Yes. You know, it's it's good. Yeah.
0: Do you remember in about the year? Uh, it might have been the late 90s. If if you we you were at a uh, party at the uh, Balam Banana, the Bedford in Balam. With Arthur. With the yeah, uh, uh, Arthur would be there. Terry Johnson, the playwright, was yes, there. Who yes. Who used to live in the flat above my above me in Balam. Did uh, And my, Peter Bainham... The uh, comedy writer who went to LA and was a big success in LA uh, bet me hundred pounds that I wouldn't. They were doing karaoke, and he said, "Bet." He said, "I bet you won't sing Bohemian Rhapsody." And he said, I, "And I said, I'd do it for hundred pounds." And it was really difficult. And then you came. I think you came up on stage and were, did the the things behind me. Do you remember that?
1: Did I do it to help you out? You yeah, yeah. You were being time.
0: nice because I was dying on my ass. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I do that all the time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> can't Peter Bainham never gave me the hundred pounds. Did he not? No. <laughs>
1: That's disgraceful. I do remember it actually, yeah. but they were they were quite fun. Those it sorts was fun, of though, games, yeah. But it they? was
0: nice. Yeah. Uh, that was that was the last time I saw you.
1: Yeah, I'm not. On the and mind. that twenty years just <laughs> went bang, yeah. bang. Yeah. Is this a real
0: life? <laughs> Should we do it now? No, I think you're a better singer than I am. Um, so, well, look. Yes, we've got. I, I think we've got time for maybe one more um, emergency question, okay. and I'm going to go from the front of the book where the popular crowd-pleasing questions will be. Um, okay, this is a good one. Have you ever seen a ghost, Caroline Quentin? It'll be good if you have.
1: I, I haven't seen one, oh. but I have. When I was about 12 years old, I stayed at my sister's cottage in Sussex. Oh, it was terrifying. It was so frightening. My bed... My, I was in a, a metal um, bed in this cottage and my bed shot. I was in the bed and I, the bed shot across the room with me going like that and then shot back again. And then I tried to open the door and I couldn't, I don't know if this is, I was too nervous or something, but I couldn't, I could hardly breathe. So I haven't seen a ghost, but I have been moved by a ghost? I don't <laughs> know. Flung I, around. I've been, I've been shunted across a room by a ghost. There was definitely something in the room. It moved me across the room. It was terrifying and I never went back upstairs in that house ever again. My sister lived there for years and I never went back upstairs. It was terrifying. It was terrifying. Did
0: anyone else in the house...
1: uh, Well, uh, no, my sister... But my sister and her then-girlfriend said there was an old lady who used to sit down by the fire and you used to smell ham cooking when you went down some mornings and they were both vegetarians, so it wasn't (laughs) them. But you would smell ham cooking. It was a most very, very old cottage. Wow. And weird. So... Haven't seen one. No, sorry. I
0: mean that's better than seeing one, isn't it? Yeah, Being it was terrifying. It was terrifying. By it, one?
1: Was, it was honestly
0: terrifying. By a ham-eating old woman. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't expect. <laughs> that. I didn't expect that. That was a fantastic question to end on. Ladies and gentlemen, give a massive round of applause, Caroline Crouchy! You have been listening to Rollers the Ball with me, Rich Pairing, and my guest, Caroline Quentin. We are very happy to thank the wonderful band who are called Pest, who give us the theme music to this show. Thank you also to everyone at Warwick Arts Centre for being so welcoming. Thank you to everyone at Go Fast Stripe. Everyone at all your audio platforms, where you download this podcast. Without them, we'd be nothing. I'm indebted to my executive producer, Michael Hudson, and also to my regular producer, James Hingley, and also, I guess, Ben Walker. Why not? Fuck him. This is a GoFasterStripe.com Potato, and Fuzz production. Go to Rahalastafel.co.uk to become a member, a badger and get all lots of stuff like backstage videos and a membership card. It's all pretty cool, my friend. Rahalastafel.co.uk You'll find out all the details there and lots of other stuff too. I love you. Bye.